You're hot. You're coming in hot. That's pretty good. Well, yeah, that's that pr- sounds pretty good. You look pretty good. You look good. Oh my god, thanks. That's good. <laughs> that movie was like a dream. It was. It was like a you know, very calming, very atmospheric, very very yeah, uh, with the dread coming in and out, and the like people almost getting murdered and then not getting murdered. But it's like, a real Sunday morning of a movie, though. It is. <laughs> like, it really it, uh, was. It really was. If I put that on on a Friday night, I'd be like, no, I gotta go I, to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> this is ruining my Friday night. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go meet me. So let me put on Spider Verse. Go to yeah. sleep. But this is a nice Sunday morning. <laughs> Because now it makes me want to go do chores. Because I'm like, well, the chores are not going to be as hard as making wheat yeah, or whatever they were wheat. doing. It, it, okay. You know? Yeah. You know what I mean? The like chores I, aren't going to be as hard as making wheat. Like, I have to go. I got to go wash down that those screens out on the... like. I have That's to, not going to be hard, though. No. That's easy. just spraying it down. It's basically the actual conversation that uh, Abby and Linda have where she's just like, well, could be worse. Absolutely. Like, essentially, it's like, how? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how could it be worse? Yeah, for you guys? It gets worse later. Yeah. Like the first half of the movie is, I'm so like, you know, let's burn down the system, all of this stuff. And then the Mm -hmm. second half of the movie is this like beautiful, intimate, emotional story. Love triangle. Which Mm -hmm. is clearly what they were building towards. But like I was, I guess, distracted throughout the first half by wanting them to like develop class consciousness and all go on Mm -hmm. strike. And it's like, that's not what this movie is. Nobody nobody forms a union. No, that's not going to happen. That little girl can't vote yet. It's, uh, I mean, she wouldn't be able to Uh, vote. I don't think that woman can either. Abby Mm -hmm. can't either. Mm -hmm. She can not vote yet. But I liked how. uh, What year was that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what, we have to look it up. Or the yeah. movie? Women's vote. 1920. 1920. Yeah. That's right. This is six years before that. White women's vote. 1920. Yeah. 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 yeah right. Uh, but uh, I liked how partly part way into the movie, Amy, you were like, Cesar Chavez needs to show up and help these people. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> seriously. Seriously. <laughs> Helping these people in the f- working in the fields. Uh, yeah. And that's accurate. Those children working in the fields. Mm-hmm. Like that little girl's worked more than I ever have. <laughs> and Work. I'm three times her age. Yeah. We are all lazy jerks compared to that small compared child. Compared to that small child. Yeah, she worked more than most people alive today have. I loved her narration. It, yeah, was, it, was, so. it, was, it was really good. I liked all the stutters and stops and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, we're already talking about the movie. Should we just oh, yeah, jump sorry, into it? Sorry, we have to introduce our guest. Let's do it. What's um, our podcast called? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. My name is Hector Navarro. Sitting across from me is my good buddy, Mr. Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Hi, Hector. Oh, wait. Sorry. He's my brother. Oh, yeah. We're brothers. <laughs> we're not in a we're relationship. We're brothers. We're, we're not We're brothers. Married. We're not married. We're not, we're not dating. He's my brother. Yeah. I killed the dude. <gasps> what? It's Uh-oh. weird that you make out so much. Yeah. Uh, huh? Sorry. Brothers. Mwah. Sorry. I love my brother. Amy, have you ever had a brother? Okay. You don't even know what it's like. I guess I can't judge. You know what it's like. Yeah, you can't judge. You've never had a brother. (laughs) Keep kissing my brother. (laughs) And our guest today. I like that I'm the kid sister in this scenario. She's just like, I don't know. This is happening. Yeah, the kid. (laughs) Poor child. Yeah. It's really confused. Like, that's her idea of normal, right? Yeah. Yeah, just lying is normal. Well, my brother killed a dude, Mm -hmm. so. No. You know. He had to go for reasons. Yeah, he worked in a factory. That's great, <laughs> great voice narration. Our guest today is a fantastic host. You know her from places like Geek and Sundry and DC Universe and all over the internet. And um, A true genius. A true genius. Okay. Keller was praising you before you came today because he was letting I Chelsea was like, know. Uh, Amy's like... She, he. She knows more about comic books than Hector yeah. does. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, no it's a hundred percent true. We know it's no, no, no. no, you, no know. you know everything. Like <laughs> we you, do. you have Hector's knowledge, and Plus, then you have more. Exactly. Like, That's true. You have all of what Hector the, has. The, what I have is the knowledge of like um, of comic book history and the history of like certain characters, right? Major characters, Marvel characters, Amy DC characters. Amy Dallin, everybody. <laughs> Amy Dallin. <laughs> It's Amy, Enthusi Amy Dallin is here. Enthusi Amy Dallin. Enthusi Amy, who knows more about, who knows as much about comic books as I do. Plus, you know every single person who's working in the industry today. That's the- I'm working on it. I'm not there yet. Uh, (laughs) But Hector knows like three. Mm -hmm. And it's only because they were working forever. You know them all. You're friends with one sixteenth of them. (laughs) Like you're good friends with them. Uh, so when a book comes out, you're like, oh, so-and-so, they're drawing this book or they're writing this book. It's like you, you're friends with them and that's awesome. It, um, it, look, y'all, it's fun to be in the nerd world, but we all put it, that the key is everybody does know different stuff and we mm-hmm. all put it together and that's how comic book fandom works because literally no one has read everything because that's impossible. That's all true. right, Amy, you're better than everybody. Sorry. <laughs> that's true. Uh, I, although I am working on it. I am working on trying to read everything. It takes you're a working long time. on being as good as Amy and mm-hmm. let's see what happens. That's my goal. as soon as you're done, you're going to be like, oh, wait, manga. Uh, actually, Hector's well. never going to do it. He can't. He'll, I don't know. He'll read Lone Wolf and Cub. 
Yeah, that's amazing. Oh my god! But I've I've I, I might need to try some more stuff because I've been dipping my toes into anime mm-hmm. for basically my whole life since I was a kid, and I have yet to find. I've only liked you love Dragon Ball, right? Love DBC. Mine is like anime, Z. except seventy five times as much of it. I know. Which is like, I'll give everything one, like a volume one. There's already one. too much Dragon Ball Z. Like, I read, like I'll read a volume, there is. I'll read a volume one, and if I don't like it, then I'm not going to keep not gonna doing continue, it. You're but saying also that like it's a bold to, stance, but that's a pretty reasonable know, approach yeah, to take so the things. Stupid. I just, I'll read 30 I'll be, issues, but if mm-hmm. I don't like it, but I'm, I, it. I am, I am. Hector will watch an entire season of yep. a show he hates yep. because Why? of the completionist because aspect. I'll be, because I want to be able to say like, well, at least I saw the first season. He has an informed, okay. he has an informed wanna, opinion. Yeah, I don't want to flippantly, like I'll give you an example right he now. He hated Game of Thrones. Yeah. And he okay. watched all of season one. Yeah, which okay. is only 10 episodes. True. So that when people give me a hard time, like, you don't like Game of Thrones? I could be like, look, I did the whole first season, gave it a shot. I'm not going to commit four seasons to it. Th- you know, if I'm not enjoying it, here's why I dislike it. I think it's great. It's just not for me. Enjoy. And I did the same thing with Mad Men and people. Yeah, same people, thing with Mad Men. Okay. Like Keller's friend got, I think she was, She. I think she judged me. I think I, I think I rightfully. You, did you almost uh, have a fight? <laughs> no, but I think. just met each other and yeah. Hector was just like. I, I don't like it. Yeah. And she was like, <laughs> oh, and then like formed her opinion of me. And I was like, okay, all right. I, I probably deserve that. Um, cause it's I don't like, like it either. I know. I did the opposite where I saw the beginning and I was like, this is great. And then I never watched the rest. Mm. Oh, really? Uh, so I, I guess the good news is I get to enjoy that at some point. Yeah. yeah, yeah you got that I did to. that. I did that with Battlestar Galactica. <gasps> watched the whole first season and I was like, this is great. And then it got like, got away from me, but I never was mad at it. Like I was always sure. planning to go back and. And watch it all, but you know it hasn't been destroyed. That still can happen. Yeah, I'll just absolutely. watch Deadwood again. I'll just watch Deadwood again. Ooh, I want to try that out. That's fine. Deadwood. Do Did it. we check? Yeah. It's not the same, it's right? Not, it's like can't forty be the years same. apart. Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> it can't be the same person. But you guys are checking amazing. on an actor right now for the for the movie that we just watched. So this is the five hundred greatest films podcast. We had been trying to get Amy in. We're so excited that she's yeah. here. She agreed to come over. So we have two traditions on the podcast. Okay. The first one, Keller's going to tell us what movie we're talking about on today's episode. The second one is comes down to you. By the end of this episode, we're going to ask you to contribute a movie, any movie ever made, any movie in the world. It could be the movie we watched today. It could be something you loved from your childhood. It could be something you saw last week, but something that you feel deserves to exist on a list of the 500 greatest movies of all time. Because we're going through this list with this magazine, and each week we're asking our guest Hey, what movie would you pick? Okay. Yeah, would it would it born be this movie? movie? Would it? What's that? What? So choose born not long before this movie came so, out. So yeah, it, uh, you know, a spiritual way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So here is a little sampling of the guests that we've had on the podcast and in the movies that they pick, which is an incredibly interesting list, and it's much more interesting than the list that the we're, list going that we're going off going of. Yeah. So well, you got to once the podcast is done, you have to do this list. Another right? 10 years? Another maybe. 10. Maybe. 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 Oh, somebody just put So I Married an Axe Murderer on there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that going to be is that gonna be yeah, your it pick? Does. It was not, but now it should have been. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> to give you some ideas Sorry, here. got taken. Jason Charles Miller picked The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. Nice. I think we have two of The Lord the of the Rings on there. Yeah. Uh, Augustine Rios picked Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Awesome. Sax Carr yes. picked Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Awesome, yes. Uh, Daniel Radford picked Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Ooh. John Ronyotis picked The Last Action Hero. Why did he pick that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. It's fine. It's fine. He loved that, that movie. One. And uh, I've seen it more than I should have. Yeah. Um, yeah. Somebody put Josie and the Pussycats on there. That's oh, the yeah. So mm-hmm. that's the, you can, any anything, movie you anything, want anything. ever made. <gasps> so, Who, somebody put Newsies on there? Yeah. I love whoever that is. Uh, yeah, that would be Kimmy Lucas. Kimmy Lucas. Yeah, Hi, Kimmy Lucas. Let's Hi. be friends. Hi. Uh, there's a bunch of great picks on there. Look at yeah. that. The Raid, Children of Men, Seven Samurai. I just watched The Raid 2 recently, and mm. holy fuck, that movie is bonkers. I still got to watch all the raids. How many other there's three? There only yes. two that I know of. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Thank you, Amy Vorpal. Mm-hmm. The original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 1990. I'm pretty sure Amy Vorpal's in the books to come back yeah. for when we do that in I think 10 she, years. I think she's doing Fellowship, yeah, yeah. in 10 years. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're going to make sure that you get to pick a movie that you want to see next year also, Amy, <laughs> instead of just picking a movie for you. Just a random. Yeah, so speaking you get to of, pick whatever you want. Keller, why don't we get to the first tradition on the podcast? Now, why don't you tell us what movie we're talking about today? Uh, so that we can talk about that for a minute, and then Amy can think about her her um, yes. her options, her choices, some of the things. So, Empire Magazine, two thousand eight. It's from the UK. Hit us with that stuffy British guy voice, Keller. What are we talking about today? Four hundred and nineteen 
Days of Heaven, mm. 1978. Director <laughs> Terence Malick. Malick's astonishing tone poem is a jewel of minimal dialogue and astonishing cinematography. Two years in the editing, the film exhausted Malick to the extent that he didn't direct again for 20 years. Whoa, is that true? Wow. Yeah. So wait, he came back with The Thin Red Line, Red Line in 1998? Wow. And how the, he pulled a fucking crazy cast out for that movie. For thin, worked in 20 years. Thin Red Line? Thin Red Line. That's insane. I want to see what it was like when it, when they were getting ready and they were like, guys, Terrence Malick is making another movie. Were people just like, all right, sign me up? Like, I, what? I bet. Yeah, if he, how many movies did he have? He had this in Badlands. And that's I, it. I have no idea. Possibly. I can see how this movie was fucking exhausting. Are we about to check? I, I should, it's I an hour like, and a half long and it stopped him from making movies for 20 years. I need what to check to see. Instead? Yeah, that's probably when he moved to Austin and there, found God. There are three Terrence Malick movies on this list. What are they? Days of Heaven, we just watched it. Yep. Badlands. Yep. Awesome. From uh, 1973. Yep. And then 1998's The Thin Red Line. Oh, shit. That's crazy. All right. Damn. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have three Malicks under my belt by the end of this thing. Yeah. That's uh, cool. Tree of Life is amazing. That's what I've heard. It's bonkers. There's raptors in it, so I'm curious. There's fucking raptors. There's dinosaurs All in it. All of a sudden, There's dinosaurs. dinosaurs in that movie? They show up. Yeah. Dinosaurs show up. All right. Because yeah. it's like, Tree of Life is like Brad Pitt talking about life to his son, who then grows up to be like, what's the actor? I forget. I don't even remember. It's a generational story, but then like, as Brad Pitt's talking about like, God creating life and, and the planet and everything, like, it just cuts to like- Creation. Creation. And like it cuts it, to the whole world. Yeah. Well, dang. Yeah, how it starts and everything. Just it's how a, like just how Jerry Maguire opens. Yeah, on the so, planet Earth, the Earth six mm-hmm. billion people <laughs> used to be three billion. Is that how Jerry Maguire? I haven't yes, seen Jerry Maguire. How it starts. Just so you know, <laughs> don't. I, also, okay. if you want to relive the nineties, yeah. in a not that fun way, you can just watch Spice World instead. Honestly, but yeah, throw <laughs> on Jerry Maguire in Spice World. I will now assume they are the same movie. See now, this Spice is, World's good. This is what I was talking about. Is uh, Spice is World's hilarious? Amy has been lovely because I constantly tease her for the movies she hasn't seen <laughs> at work. That's all we. What was the one we just stumbled upon? So you I had feel no. like you had started making Spice your way. World, okay, blind spot. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> and honestly, Jerry Maguire, fine not, blind not blind for spot. someone who's Listen. like seventy-five percent girl power. Mm. I, I, it's a shame omission um, for me specifically. Maybe it's fine. Where you raise every, religious? Every, every movie's an okay blind spot, honestly. But the fact that Amy agreed to uh, start making her way through the Fast and Furious okay. movies, so she made she made her way through two. I'm two what ninths of the way through now. Through which? Yeah. Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. I had never yeah. seen a Fast okay. and Furious, well, so mm-hmm. I have been. You've seen two of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they haven't even gotten good yet. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. That's what exactly. I hear. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but no, there was Sorry. one this past week at work where you also mentioned. I you tried had, to get Chelsea to watch. Them. You had, She's just like, uh, I know. Can't do it. It's tough, man. You got to <laughs> It is tough. It's tough. You have to power through so much. You have to do it to with the friends. Stuff. You have to have a group exactly. over. Exactly. It that's, can't be me and her. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's my plan. When Fat, when Hobbs and Shaw comes out like on Blu-ray. Like in the weeks leading up to that, I'm just going to do screenings once a week, like on a Saturday night and be like, hey, everybody who's never seen it, it'll be like Amy Dallin, Clark Wolf, who's never seen a mm-hmm, faster, mm-hmm. come over in a safe space. We'll have Coronas. We'll have a good time. It's a shitty movie, but for two hours, we're hanging out and that's yeah. fun. And I then don't you go like home. regret seeing them. Oh, I know. I know. They were fun. And they are good. Well, yeah. The two that I've and seen. They, uh-huh. And they get so better. Far. You have to be willing to be like, yeah. this is a movie that yeah. I'm watching Yeah, <laughs> is essentially... But, Amy, what was the what was the one we we're talking about? Some movie oh God, or movies it? at work, and you were like, "I haven't seen those." It yet. is crazy that you haven't seen so many movies. And Hector's like, "You gotta see the Fast and the Furious movies." <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. It was a really bad call but on my part. I just don't want to miss like this. Okay, so it is a phenomenon. It, it, like mm-hmm. I, I, and I probably should have written all this stuff down before I started. But like it, to stand outside of the Fast and Furious fandom and watch it happen over time, mm-hmm. while like those of us who sort of missed the early movies were like, "Wait, what? What's mm-hmm. happening?" Because mm-hmm. a circum movie five the internet started losing it yeah. over these movies because sometime around then people were like wait is this like a connected cinematic universe thing and now it's sort of taken for granted everyone's like yes it's a connected franchise but at the time everyone was like they felt it seemed as if everyone had this feeling that like they had shown up for something disposable and accidentally discovered themselves at the birth of like a superhero yeah, franchise world that is what and, it like, is they, yeah it, 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 it was so joyful everyone's responses uh like and that had sort of only increased over time as mm-hmm. people were like actually we love these ideas actually we love these emotions that are at the heart of these 
apparently somewhat silly films. Uh, very silly. Yeah, I, somewhat very, very silly. Very and it silly. keeps like launching interesting filmmakers and actors into other things. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, at some point I was like, shit, I need to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that's why what I'm very it? slowly what watching it? Fast and Furious. What, what are we talking about? I don't know. I'm so used to people being I like, I can't believe you haven't seen that thing. I know. I Which one do you get the most? Mm. Yeah, what is what is your biggest, not like a good movie blind spot? What do you think your biggest nerd yes, movie blind like spot? Like pop culture oh, movie blind out spot. Out myself on the internet Yeah, here? yeah. Oh, Nobody listens no to this. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're going to eventually watch them. It's yeah, not a big deal. Watch I've never Look, seen a Rocky film. That's not that a nerd have been, spot. No. And also, that's very fine. Don't like them. Uh, okay. Don't like them. Hey. Watch the first one, then watch Creed. You're fine. Listen. Okay. They're Bro. fine. Rocky I like four. that he's not overcoming deserve. things. Yeah, it, he doesn't. Oh, okay, great. Good. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah, that's the point. He loses in the first movie, yeah. and that's what's great about it. It's what's great. But he, he still, it is. Yeah, the first one is amazing. It is great. Yes, it's not as great as I think. Like it's one of the best sports movies of all time, but yeah. like it's not one of the greatest movies of all time, in my fair, opinion. Fair. Uh, okay. But like Rocky. But then Creed. Sylvester first Stallone Creed is, is so good in it. He's so lovable yeah. in it. But it's also so melodramatic. Yes. Okay. And yes. it's like you're watching it's not a, a it's soap ba- opera. It's barely a sports movie. It's, it's a barely, melodrama. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, and Creed is phenomenal. And Creed's amazing. Yeah. And that's one of those things where it's like I can probably keep putting off watching Rocky, but I really want to watch the Creed movies, but yeah. I can't just. Jump I haven't in and seen watch Creed two. Yeah. But you I have it's good. You I think you could do Rocky one and two and then Creed. That's mm. all you need. No, because the, the events of Creed directly come from Rocky Four, where Apollo fights. Oh, Ivan just Drago. kidding. So okay. you so For you some reason knew, I thought you kinda do two. need one, two. Okay. And and here's the thing in three, Rocky and Apollo become friends. And then in four, Apollo fights Ivan Drago. Damn Five it. is there bad is and so skippable. Much that but you have to Rocky see. Six is Rocky Balboa where he comes back. I, I want like someone to People do like, that one. like you know how they did the Godfather cut where yeah. they just did one and two yeah. as one seven just, hour long movie. Did? I yes. want someone to do like a four hour long Rocky one through four. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And yeah, you just got to do that. Rocky highlights. They, yeah, it's a, an that, montage. That Godfather cut was how they used to air it on cable back in the day. Because mm-hmm. it would air the Godfather saga is okay. what it was called. And what they are you guys put doing it, on Sunday? They'd put, it in chronological, <laughs> they'd put it in chronological order. They'd put the Robert De Niro it's prequel so cool. stuff Have in the beginning. That? And then you would start. Because he, he, he played a young Marlon Brando. Mm-hmm. You've seen the, you haven't seen The Godfathers. Um, I've seen the first one, and it's great. That's great. Okay. That's great. That's, the second fine. one, they go back to young Vito and Robert mm-hmm. De Niro because, plays him, so they start that Because Marlon Brando isn't in part chronologically, two. Chronologically, like, so they, him they in Italy yeah, they as a child. They couldn't get Marlon Brando to come back. Like He didn't want to come back to do part two. So they, they didn't so, want to de-age him. What anyway, year was the first Godfather? What was it, like 74 or something? 74? I don't know. It's on this list. It's on this dumb list. Number one on the list. Oh, dang. Yeah, greatest movie of all time yeah talk about it. the audience i mean it's look, it's a really movie. good movie yeah. it is 72 72 72 for sure, okay for so sure. that's six years before, before this movie okay so mm-hmm. you haven't seen the rockies haven't seen fast and furious this, this isn't even that bad this isn't bad at all like he, like, like those are deal. those Ooh, are like wait bro movie blind spots and those are very and, i hadn't watched rocky until when till recently it's not yeah. a big deal it's not here's okay here's i'm gonna throw a couple your way and it's okay you've seen the harry potter films yes yeah and okay. even the Fantastic Beasts? No. You don't need it's to. It's fine. Please don't. It, it's fine. I, I, I about not They legit that? bum me, me out. Yeah. I know. They That's a, bum okay. me out. That's they a weird thing. Sad. You've seen the, uh, have you seen James Bond movies? Yes. Okay. Like, okay. I don't think I've seen necessarily all of them, but I grew up on Bond. There okay, you go. Okay. There you go. You've seen the MCU Marvel movies. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah. You've seen now, the DC here's, movies. Here's the thing. I was about to bring that up. This is one that you can't ding Amy on. Because she has a very, her and I have a, have a, it's, we're too close to it. We're too mm. close to it. So when the first film came out, Man of Steel, I remember you hadn't seen it. Yeah. Because you would, you were already I borrowed like. your copy of Man of Steel. You borrowed my copy of Man, after it had come out on Blu-ray, because I was like, look, I'm like, what? Like. There like, are it, good things ju- about it. Yes, but there namely. good things about it. Namely also, it was Most just like. A, in this movie. Yeah. Huh? In, in Days of nice Heaven. Oh, yeah. Shots of exactly. Corn. <laughs> Zack Snyder <laughs> fucking ripped off Days of Heaven. Mm-hmm. But but I was mainly I remember Slash like Richard Donner. I let I let you borrow Man of Steel, namely because it was like a look. I'm not saying you should enjoy this. I'm saying it should just be in your brain just because of pop culture for yeah, pop culture. Yeah, yeah. You have I to let it be a part of the like guys. Seeing it. It was sure, just, sure, that sure. was the push me over the edge to actually watch. But then you s- you've seen Wonder Woman, Aquaman, oh, Shazam. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, she's caught up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's caught up. Yeah, yeah. She's Justice League. All the Batman, Batman for mm. Superman. Mm. Mm. I have seen that the one. greats. Yeah, the yeah. greats. Um, what else is what else is there in pop culture right now? Oh, it's all of them. Star Wars movies. <laughs> yeah, right? I grew up on Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. Although she mm-hmm. she did mention she hadn't seen Star Trek Into Darkness. It's, it's fine. True. Nobody I cares. Missed yeah. that one. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I I enjoyed oh, it. Mm-hmm. When that I movie saw has it. not much to do with me. Okay. Okay. Um, Me neither. I'm a n- none of it kid. Really? No, no Star Trek. No, this my po- mom actually loved it. This podcast was almost Keller hate Star Trek, where we watched every single episode of Star Trek. Please but do then that. Then it podcast. wasn't. We should do <laughs> it. It sounds like it would make you miserable, and therefore I shouldn't be suggesting it. But I bet you'll secretly fall in love mm-hmm. because I'm a fan. Uh, I've and seen that's the way three we episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've weird, seen which weird ones. series. The original series. OG. I've seen mm-hmm. Khan. Okay. I've mm-hmm. seen Spacey. Spacey. I've seen. Because Hector was like, we can't be friends. Charlie X Y. Is that what it was? Oh, Charlie X. No, Charlie. Charlie X. And the uh, man. The man trap. I was thinking Kyle X. With the with the with the salt monster. Right. That's the one you saw. Yeah. The man trap. Salt monster. Yeah. This this part the Bible. This podcast almost was. I'm going to sit down with Keller once a week and watch an episode of Star Trek with him or a movie. And then we're going to try to make it make our way through the whole kit and caboodle. Yes. Um, you know what? Maybe when this ten year thing is done, we'll miss each other so much that we'll be like, yeah, we'll miss each other yeah. so much. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so sarcastic. It'll be weird. We're all going to be dead. I'm just be, kidding. <laughs> yeah, honestly, good point. Okay, so let's talk about Days of Heaven. I'd never seen this movie. I don't think I'd ever heard of it. Keller, you had never seen it. I'd never seen it. I had heard of it. And Amy, you had never seen it. I had never seen it. I'd, I'd heard the name. Uh, and Possibly. It's funny because I, I told you the other day that I didn't think I had seen a Terrence Malick, and mm-hmm. it turns out I've actually seen two Terrence Malick films, and they were fantastic. The Thin Red Line and Badlands. Mm-hmm. And you saw Badlands at a cemetery. I did. I'm really this curious This is a normal thing in L.A. If anyone really listening to this is not from L.A. We, mm-hmm. you, it's not like we just break into cemeteries, cemeteries and watch things. You can that's do just that. Like a I do, that's what place I do. to watch movies here. <laughs> that's what I do. I'll break into... That, listen, that's a Way to watch How do you power cemetery. the projector? When you just you dead people. Pack your, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you do is you plug it into dead yeah. people. Plug it into a dead it's body. Like get a Ghostbusters trap thing and you, then yeah. power yeah. the projector. You with suck that. up the it. rest of their electrolytes by they just. They got a mess of electrolytes. Spasms. Don't think people don't know about dead bodies. They're electrolytes. Chalk full of electrolytes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's going <laughs> like, to be the best almost way. Almost like a pomegranate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> plug yeah. that in. Mm-hmm. So you saw Badlands. I want to talk about. I want to get everybody's sort of overall impressions on Days of Heaven. I want to start with you, Amy. What do you think overall, first time you'd ever seen it, likes, dislikes, and then ultimately do you think it deserves to exist on a list of the 500 greatest movies ever made? Okay. Um, I like this movie. Yeah. I think I'm a Terrence Malick fan. Yeah. Uh, he gets sort of made fun of for like long ponderous shots, but it's like, well, when they're these shots, <laughs> like, uh, I, yeah, how let's the fuck do it. Do you complain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny because it, it almost went to a bunch of places I hated and then just never went to those places, which was this weird, like, uh, extra effective form of suspense in this film yeah. where both I was, I wanted bad things not to happen to the characters. And I also wanted to not be watching a movie where those bad things happened to those characters. So it like functioned on multiple levels, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and yeah, just, I mean, obviously I, I'd love to see more like, go through the 70s, go through a development of like, how new was the sort of mumbling dialogue voiceover thing? How new was the mm-hmm. the this yeah. naturalism? I know obviously we're well into the 70s by the time this film is made, but uh, this sort of very minimal dialogue exchanges, which can often be done badly, like here is the movie where they sort of make sense. And it, it you know, we're, we're cool, full spoilers. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Was yeah, Badlands similar to this? Uh, and yeah. the way it's shot and the dialogue and stuff. Yes, mm-hmm. and and okay. that one because it's very interesting. Like it, Badlands belongs to sort of a you know uh, teen couple goes bad goes on the run genre, but it's the sort of opposite of the adrenaline fueled version of that. Yeah, um, it's sort of like a a sleepy dissatisfaction with the world that somehow also lends itself to a murder spree. I don't. It's a hard movie to describe, uh, but it it. It just sort of it just sort of works, but it works in a cemetery, um, and especially. Uh, it does. Uh, and and Days of Heaven, I think, it, it basically works for for a thing that like could have stumbled into a bunch of I don't I don't know I'm I'm dancing around the sort of. Well, f- well I'll give you an example. Is uh, uh, you know, but even before we started the movie, we talked about you kind of looked it up without trying to spoil too much of it, just to see if there were going to be things that were in movies from the 70s, violence against women. Yeah, I inquired those, with a friend of me, like, hey, what am I getting into here? Yes. Because that, you know, often happens 
seventies, uh, yes, Ar- and artistic assault. And anytime, so uh, so uh, an example <laughs> hey, for hey. this podcast is uh, the, our first year we were watching a movie called In the Company of Men, which I had never seen, Keller had never seen, but just reading but like that's not that doesn't even have the excuse of the seventies. I know, but all I'm saying is that that movie has no excuse for the way that it tackled its subject matter, and we Keller and I felt like we have to get a female friend of ours to come and watch this movie with us to talk about like this Mm -hmm. is not going to be a three dudes episode do Mm -hmm. you you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like not that dudes can have valid opinions on films but i'm like specifically with the subject matter uh we need to get a female friend of ours to come and unfortunately we subjected mod garrett to that movie and And also like super bad we wanted a female guest to watch absolutely absolutely bros talking about yeah absolutely (laughs) which was which was a really great episode as well um I had I didn't even look up Days of Heaven. I probably should have just for that reason again, mm. just to make sure like like what is the subject matter going to be? Would it is it appropriate or inappropriate to have a certain type of friend of ours come over and whatever, whatever? From but, what I know of Terrence Malick, I feel like none of his stuff yeah. goes like that because way. Sure. Violence lurks on the edges of this film in like a yeah. really effective way. There are several points in the movie where you're like, I think someone's about to kill somebody else, but they've actually got you to the point where you sort of like all of them and you're kind of hoping that they make better yeah. choices. You like know? when he has yeah. that shotgun and he's about to shoot Sam Shepard, I thought that was about to happen. Yeah. I know. And, and he tried. He, he tried try, to murder yeah. him and like missed. No, he didn't miss. He was about to and then he shot the ground. No, he, he it fired and then Sam Shepard turned around and then he shot at the ground again. I'm no, pretty I sure. Sam no, Shepard Sam Shepard shot, shot the bird. Oh, so then he turned around and he was holding the gun at he him was and then he shot shoot the ground? Gun. Right before, or like as he was turning around, he shot the they ground. They both had their oh. guns up. Sam Shepard is like, they're supposed to be hunting the birds. Uh, Sam Shepard's nameless farmer character, which is a very interesting thing, uh, oh. like shoots the bird so and then much. I think can kind of just sense that something is wrong. Like, because so um, he he's like, oh, got to need a reason my gun's up. I'm going to shoot the ground over here, which, you know. Interesting. But you're right about violence sort of existing outside of the narrative of the movie. And it just, starts with the violent act. It mm. does, but it was all accidental and not like... Anyway, to sum we're up... We're very much that character's lawyers throughout the film, where we're just yeah. like, I don't... He didn't mean, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. this is kind of self-defense. But kind also, of, But also, he was a bit of a piece of shit. But I'm also sort of an apologist for the rich dude, which I was not expecting. I know. Really Me neither, especially when they got him. $3 off your bail. Yeah. Good. Well, see, Me and too. that Me foreman too. sucks, but then the foreman's also the only buddy, only person trying to save Father that figure. dude from himself. Yeah. Uh, yes. It, man... Yeah. So I'm glad that you did look up it's such a to see if there movie. if there Damn was it. any anything that was any anything like that any sort of subject matter that we could have talked about like i'm glad you looked that up but also at the same time uh i mean god knows maybe it's cutting room floor like what sam gets sure. shepherd gets real mad right at the end there yeah. and we just kind of don't see what happens yeah. but mm-hmm. as far as it's terrence terrence malick famously will shoot like 20 hours of footage a day and it, it's just to get like two or three lines or something, mm. like or if at all, if that ends up on that. Like that dude makes movies in a crazy way. Crazy they said that way. this one was mostly shot during golden hour, which sounds mm-hmm. like an incredibly inefficient way to make films because you can only shoot for a couple hours and then you got to be like, see you tomorrow. Yeah, that's the way The Revenant was too. Mm-hmm. All shot during golden hour. Mm-hmm. Natural and that's light sunset. Is insane. Yeah. Sense. I bet they can probably get some morning stuff. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. With the probably, lighting. Are they both different. called Golden Hour? I'm going to expose my I don't know. Here. Maybe they I are. I don't fucking know. Morning and... I'm not a semi-sonographer. Yeah, and evening. Yeah. But um, overall, what? so you liked it. Uh, was there anything you didn't like about it? Hmm. And more importantly, do you feel like, yes, it deserves a spot? Or do you think... Uh, here's a question we ask all the time. If this list came out today or were updated, right? 500 greatest movies ever coming out in 2019. Sure. Would it make the cut? I feel like it has not changed in its relevance since 2008. I think I, that this yeah. one probably like still, okay. I, I assume if I were studying cinematography, we were talking about like, we literally don't know how they ma- did some of this stuff, like shooting all those fire scenes. That Yeah, that was insane. Like, I'm typically mm-hmm. a and fan of like a more traditional narrative locusts. with lots of talking. Uh, but mm-hmm. like this movie to me, I'm like, oh, this is the reason that other mode of filmmaking exists. So you can do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I, do, I still don't know why the circus came, but it was cool. Yeah, they went away. There are yeah. two planes. That yeah. was cool. Cool. Flying circus. There were a few things that were like uh, the two characters like named Monty. President Wilson comes by and just, Python. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Abby gets uh, tied up, and then later yeah, on she's weird. not tied up anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a yeah. Odd Sam moment. got upset. Yeah, Sam got upset. Yeah, it was a really, um, really, really interesting movie for being so. I don't want to say sleepy, but just very naturalistic. Nothing right? felt like like. Like but nothing sleepy felt is like, like it's it, not boring, but dreamlike. Right. I like yes, the, the word makes sense. Yeah, I just yeah. cut you off because I got excited. Oh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, mm-hmm. 
it doesn't come to like movie conclusions. It like, comes to very natural conclusions. Yeah. Like, and, and no one ends up with a happy ending. Speaking necessarily. Yeah, of movie conclusions, like Amy, you said you were surprised that the movie kept going after the fate of the two male characters. Ended. Honestly, I was so impressed by that. Yeah. I don't know if it's just like low standards that I have now, but like that, that, you know, a lot of times if there's sort of a love triangle thing and a woman is in the middle of it, mm-hmm. then the movie is really about the two dudes. Mm-hmm. And I get that like, they're the ones having an interesting dramatic conflict. Uh, but in this movie, like while, you know, we don't get like big monologues from her about what, sh- why she's doing what she's doing. Right. But there's um, so much in the faces, and then, which is a great a, thing A, nobody about has this big movie. monologues. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, but like B, the fact that the movie stuck with her and with the kid sister character, who's the narrator, just for a crucial couple of minutes afterwards, mm-hmm. really changes the overall film to me in a way that I really love. So I don't know if mm-hmm. in those two years of editing, if they were fighting about where the movie should end, mm-hmm. I would imagine that somebody would have been like, well, it's over after blah happens. Yeah. And, and both I, I love that up, they didn't. Yeah. They both end up making their own decisions. Yeah. Like yeah. they both were tagging along with Richard Gere until mm-hmm. they she got married to the guy and like mm-hmm. the little sister just... Tagging so, along. If you're listening the to this time anyway. and, and you hadn't seen the movie, uh, it would be awesome if you could see it because we all think that it is, I think it's good. You think it's good. Yeah, I think it's great. Amy liked it. Yeah. Um, I definitely think it's worth watching. Uh, we'll get to my final thoughts in a second, but to like sum up, here's the main story. Opens, Richard Gere. They're living in Chicago. He has a girlfriend named Abby. He also has a kid sister named Linda. Mm-hmm. So Richard Gere is like silently working in this factory. They're like smelting something. This guy is sort of picking a fight with him, but we don't see what it's about. All of a sudden, they just start fighting. He hits him with like a shovel. He falls down. Richard Gere's expecting to continue to punch him. See, I'm talking like a lawyer now. Mm -hmm, He mm -hmm. accidentally kills the guy and kind of freaks out and runs off. So then the movie, and that was like two minutes. Then they go to Texas. Then the movie just like, okay, they're they're all of three of them now on the run, and they go to Texas. They find some work. It's work on a farm. Uh, Abby and... Linda. Richard Gere pretending to be brother and sister, yes. even though they're dating. This is crucial. Yeah. And we talked about why, and we were coming up with maybe excuses for why that is. The maybe excuse, they don't hire couples to work. Yeah. The, and, and they're also not married. So it's like, oh, is it bad to be in like a premarital like so, mm-hmm. yeah, relationship? Unmarried couple would be a bad situation. And yeah. I think, although I'm not sure that it's possible that like married couple would be unhirable in a way that like, I know that like a lot of late 1800s factories would only hire you if you were a single woman. Mm-hmm. Um, like I see, to like, work. Because either because they thought it was inappropriate for married women to be working or like Possibly. if you had a boyfriend, they would be like, you're a bad moral influence, you're out. Yeah. Um, so all of these reasons. And then within the movie, you're gonna Linda. You're going to pregnant and then you can't work yes. here anymore. Mm-hmm. Linda, the little girl, the younger sister of Richard Gere, she tells us as the narrator because she's narrating throughout. She's kind so of like good. she's kind of like um, <laughs> what's a, what's the main character's name in To Kill a Mockingbird? Scout. 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 She's like scouting it for us. She's just narrating with her kid perspective. She says. You know how people are. You, they find something out. They start talking. You know how people are. Which was like the reason for why Richard Gere told people, "No, this is my sister." Versus, right. "This is Abby. She's my girlfriend, and we're like dating." So, so they keep up this lie. The farmer who owns this nice house where they're working is Sam Shepard, who is apparently a pretty wealthy guy. But it's like you know, eighteen hundred. 1890s rich, which is probably not that. Like, it's just, he just is like a house. Basically. Well, he makes six figures off of yeah. uh, his. He has a real good year. Every yeah. year, yeah. So, so that's good. Uh, but, which today would be eighty billion dollars. Yeah, eighty billion dollars. We know yeah. that that wealth now owns is, everything. Is huh? a bi- we know that that wealth is a big deal because of what y'all kept calling out to, which is the way that that house dominates all of those frames. Yes, that it's just oh, like yeah. look at this temple of Tallest not having wealth. to pick things with and your it's hands like for a living. Victorian house in it's the like middle a, of Texas. Yeah, yeah. it's like a three story house, like a two and a half story house. So the Sham, Sam Shepard character sees Abby, is curious about her, asks about her, learns, like, as we far as he knows. We were surprised by how much we liked him. Yes, he's super likable. Really, likeable. I was so on the lookout for that the moment, because we, we get a couple kind of menacing shots of him when he's asking around about her, and I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen this story, mm-hmm. which dude takes an interest in girl who's working there, pretty much never ends well. No, Just I does thought not this, go yeah. well. Usually a lot of exploitation, but, a lot of pressure. Yes. But instead, he's just like, hey, I like you. And mm-hmm. even that final confrontation between yeah. Richard Gere and Sam Shepard is like... It's like sad. It's, it's all so sad. sad. Yeah, it's so just very because, sad. Because this lie is kept up, Sam Shepard assumes that she's single, asks her when the work season is over to like stay... And it's kind of asking her out, but also kind of being like, well, that's weird that he's asking her to stay like and keep working. Her around, yeah. Keep working where the work will be like, quote, less difficult, but the p- 
pay is the same. So Richard Gere sees that as an and opportunity she's been to be like, like fucking crazy yeah, dude, sun up, sun down, yeah. treated like shit, sun up, sun down. By the foreman who later is ah oh, man, stupid foreman, complicated yeah. figure, foreman. complicated he's, figure. He's he's he a jerk, but Sam Shepard's like a lonely, good-looking guy in his twenties or something, right? Mm-hmm. We all yeah. agreed, very handsome. Everybody mm-hmm. in this movie is very handsome. Yeah. Everyone is so handsome. Everybody's yeah. so handsome. So so they. I wonder Brad Pitt's in Tree of Life. Richard Gere likes handsome people. Richard Gere, like he doesn't necessarily prostitute Abby, his girlfriend, but it's yeah, this thing of like pressuring her to be like, "Hey, maybe you can stay because he likes you." And he's dying. And we learn that Sam Shepard is dying. A doctor tells him he's got a year to live. So I think we all put this on Richard Gere, but it's kind of what the movie's saying. He comes up with a scheme. Abby will sort of date him. Lit, work here, live here, marry pretend him. to see single, marry him, mm-hmm. and then he'll die, and then they'll get the house, they'll get the money, then they can kind of move in. So that starts happening, but the plan goes like this. They all kind of become friends yeah. because Sam asks Abby to marry him. She agrees, but then Richard Gere is, again, thought of as her brother. So yeah, he's like, like, I need my brother and sister And they're with me. always making out and stuff. Yeah, he's the best oh, man. They're bad, and at he, yeah, they're, they're bad at sneaking. They're bad at sneaking. So at some point, Richard Gere kind of leaves because Sam Shepard is, is confronting Abby about it. Which is cool because it. he was definitely going to murder him if he hadn't gotten himself off that farm. Yeah. Who was going to murder who? I mean, Sam uh, was going to murder Richard, Richard Gere? Richard Gere was going to murder him if he didn't get himself mm, yeah, out of there. He which really? Like, he almost shot him. It's to me that yes. was an interesting character. Like that's his sort of moment of character growth is where like he's he's having trouble. He can't take it. He can't take it, and he yep. finally just gets himself out of there once he realizes like he created the situation and it's no good for anybody. Because mm-hmm. that's where I thought the movie was. Because this movie mm-hmm. goes one of two ways. Like mm-hmm. you were saying, it either goes the rich man falls for the blah, 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 but or the. His, her Abby's actual boyfriend is a piece of shit. Yeah. But then he ended up not really being a piece of shit because yeah, he, the biggest he was twist just of like, this movie is that they're kind of both decent dudes. Yeah, yeah. that like, it made and mistakes. Nobody saw that coming. Yeah, and <laughs> so, he was like, "I'm sorry for doing this to you. Yes, and I'm going to leave yeah. so that this isn't and hard anymore." When he comes back. He is welcomed by his younger sister, Linda. He's welcomed by Sam Shepard, and he's kind of welcomed by Abby. And he sort of tells Abby, he goes like, you know, when they're talking separately, he's like, you're in love with him. And she's like, I'm sorry. And he goes, it's my it's fault. It's my fault. I, you know, that which was another. That moment is everything to me. Yeah. Like, and then I'm being, the like, one who I did this. I pushed you into this. Yeah. Like, I got nobody to blame but myself. Yeah. Like, I'm was, sorry. Don't it expect great. it. Ever so yeah. so then he twist decent people twist, in bad decent situations. people and then the they way, both fucking die yeah <laughs> that's the way decent it is. people Richard Gere is a decent person who's murdered two people yeah. but accidentally <laughs> okay it's Again, manslaughter allegedly oh, allegedly well, for legal the first purposes one was okay. probably manslaughter yeah. and the second one was probably self defense yeah okay. so at the very end Sam Shepard's character five years he's fine he's out good behavior. isn't he's not getting sicker. Right after like months go by, and the other twist is he doesn't die. He, he's like not getting sicker, but yeah, he's not dying because this of is the, also when the crime thing. wasn't a thing. He was supposed to die from Sam Shepard gets. He can, it's also t- the early twentieth century, so mm-hmm. medicine's not like an exact yeah. science. I think True. it's leeches. I think you're dying, dude. It's leeches. <laughs> yeah. You got a, a year. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, boy. Depending on if I can get some more leeches shipped in, you're oh, gonna die. I hear, in a year. I hear you coughing earlier. Yeah, you're you're gonna die, dying, brother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. movie logic. Mm-hmm. If a character goes. And there's blood in their handkerchief. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Dead. So mm-hmm. Sam Shepard doesn't die, but he gets so pissed because he sees um, his wife, Abby, again, kiss her quote unquote brother as he leaves, yeah. like kiss in the mouth. And he would kind of seen that for a while, for that months. explanation never... Yeah. They never well, and then like he calls her on it the first time, and it, I and she's like, like I have hate you ever had a brother? for making me kind yeah. of like him, be, yeah. because he his first thing when he's like... How can you let him do that? It's almost like his first response is to be like, are you being abused? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like, damn it, you love her. You, mm-hmm. I don't know how because you don't know each other like yeah. at all. They barely um, talk. It's a Terrence Malick movie. Tries, like that scene, it's the Terrence Malick equivalent of pouring your heart out to yes. someone when he's like, you make me feel alive inside. You yes. brought me like all this, like it's this incredible emotion. And she's like not looking at him. And I just want to reach through the screen and be like, oh my God, please. <laughs> Talk so to each other. It's a bad situation. Sam Shepard gets a gun, goes out into the field, and is like gonna maybe kill and shoot uh, Richard Gere. Richard Gere has a screwdriver because he was working on his little motorcycle bike, and then he like stabs Sam Shepard in the chest in sort of self defense. Sam's kind of dying, you know, and and Richard even's like, "I'll pull it out," and he's like, "No!" Like he swats him away. So he like, oh, but like the and the big fire happens too. So he's right. just Sam Shepard's in a like everything is going wrong. Maybe place. lost. He his goes head. crazy. Money. I think he feels like. Richard like all the locusts, like I feel like even Richard Gere is the plague and brought this upon Possibly. the house. Possibly. Even like that moment of his like 
crazy so menace in his eyes he, when he sees Richard Gere in that moment. He is killed, dies. Richard Gere, his ex-girlfriend, but maybe current girlfriend, Abby, and then Richard Gere's younger sister, Linda, again go on the run. Yeah. And then eventually, like, the cops or, like, the constable, I don't know what they were called back in the day, like, the local, like, law authority catches up paddy wagon on shows horses, up. paddy wagon, find him like, near a creek, and there's, like, a couple people near the creek, and they're watching. There's a bit of a shootout. They kill, they shoot Richard Gere as he's trying to escape. Which is a very tense scene when so he's running sad. through the... Yeah. Tense, sad, I, Abby's crying. I went with so many bystanders for that? Because of the thing mm. where, like, Linda's always just like, I don't know, this is just how life is, to sort of, like, possibly reinforce possibly. that this is happening and also, all around you. It, I think, to me, it added stress because it was like, it wasn't just the three of them on their own hiding in some I bushes. I was expecting someone else to get shot. Other other people were pointing, and they're like, he's over there. Like, he kept kind of hiding, but people were just seeing it. Like, yeah. bystanders were seeing it. It wasn't a city, but it was just mm-hmm. near a creek, and people had a little parasols and umbrellas just hanging and out next to the river. Richard Gere dies, and again, this is the part you think, oh, movie's over, because yeah. Abby's crying on his chest. Linda... Barely a couple tears rolling down her face as she just saw Such her older brother. Tough, tough little kid. Mm-hmm. So cool. So then the movie keeps going another 10 minute, 20 minutes where it's Linda, the little girl, gets dropped off at a boarding home to maybe learn ballet. Like ballet school, yeah. Uh, ballet school. And then Abby boards a train, which is a, maybe going presumably going to World War I, to World War I yeah. um, with other soldiers and stuff. And then at the very, very end, Linda just escapes out of that little boarding home because she meets up with an old friend who she made when they first were working on the farm, this like younger woman. Mm-hmm. They have great accents. And then they just kind of walk down some railroad tracks. And Linda's like, you know, maybe she's going to meet a character. I don't know. I was rooting for her. I don't know. And then, like, the movie ends. They're never going to see each other again. And it's like, what? So that's the whole movie. That little girl went through so much. She did. Keller. I want to know what she grows up to do. What does she grow up to do? What does she grow up to do? She grows up to become a badass somebody's grandparent, and that those Probably. people are still... be like still... Amelia Earhart? Just be like, yeah. fly planes in the 30s? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she... It'd be cool if she, like moves to the city and becomes a reporter like Lois Lane, but yes. I don't know if that would You happen. all were suggesting that like she seems like somebody's great-grandmother who just saw all this incredible stuff as a kid and never tells anyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Like, hey, gra- hey, Granny, tell us about your... Crazy. Well, when I was nine, I saw my brother get shot when we worked on a farm for about a year. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. Like, that kind of like, what? <laughs> just little stories. Tell me about your childhood. Well, well, everybody died. I worked in a factory, but then we had to leave Chicago because my brother killed somebody. And uh, and you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. I work with somebody yeah. who said that they worked on a tobacco field and they were eight years old. Yeah. Yep. And that's our generation today. Yeah. That's crazy. Oof. Keller, what are your overall thoughts on the movie, Days of Heaven? Why is uh, it called Days of Heaven? Because these are just the Days of Heaven? Why yeah. is it called Days of Heaven? Because all of the vistas Terrence made it Malik look like heaven. loves the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, overall thoughts? This is a great movie. Um, I don't know if I need to see it again. I would watch it again. Same. Like, I I bet this movie, like, they are doing a good screening of it somewhere. Maybe. I bet it'd look amazing. I'd like to see that fire sequence on a big screen. Listen. Yeah, Sunday morning. Sunday morning, 11 a.m. at the Vista, Mm -hmm. and I can get some brekkie right beforehand. Oh, get some brekkie? Yeah, then um, Mm -hmm. then that's a good Sunday morning. It's a good Sunday morning. Go to Home State. Mm. You been there? No. What's Home State? (gasps) Breakfast tacos. Ooh. uh, That sounds good. They all yeah. Texas themed, but something to fill me up. State. It's nice. so some, good. Some kind of a bread meal to fill me up because I'm gonna be looking at all that wheat and it's gonna make me hungry. True. For well, bread. I got tortillas. Also, Keller accurately identified what town they were in <laughs> based yeah. on just the like general. Atmosphere. Oh, Amarillo. He, yeah. By pointing Fucking to his arm shit. tattoos. Yeah, like, they're here. <laughs> they're like, "Where's the panhandle?" Well, if you look at my tattoo, it's the top of it. <laughs> it's very useful. Mm-hmm. It's the handle That's what of the it's pan. here for. Yeah, that's it's the, the whole map. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you, Keller. I don't. Know if I need to see it again. I want to see I other did like this movie very Terrence, much. Terrence Malick. Movie. This didn't I want make to see me want other. to see Badlands very badly. Same. Mm. I think and I liked it. Like how violent is Thin Red Line? Mm. I like re- for a war movie. Remember More, it being violent, but okay. it was like twenty years ago. It was okay. ninety-eight. Like I want just the way that violence is on the edge of everything. I wonder how much of that movie is <laughs> yeah. like. More just about the soldiers' interactions and stuff. I'm curious. Than the actual We'll get to it. Other. What's yep. ranked higher in the list? Is it Thin Red Line or Saving Private Ryan? It's got to be Saving it's Private Ryan, It's got to be Saving right? Private it's Ryan. It's got to be. Those came out like the same, same year. year. Yeah. Weird year that was. I know. Yeah. And then also the same year, uh, A Bug's Life and Ants. Man, crazy. I hate to see it. Hollywood. Same exact thing. <laughs> DreamWorks just ripping people off. Come on, yeah, guys. DreamWorks making Saving Private Ryan. Going back in Doing. time and starting simultaneous movies. Oh. Which is the only way to accomplish that. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got to talk about that too, but no o- overall thoughts. I think I liked it, and I think Keller, you liked it more than me. And Amy, you may have liked it the most. 
I don't know who liked it more between the two of you, but you definitely... I... Yeah. I thought it was very good. Yes. And I thought it was amazing. And I, I want to see that fire sequence on a big dark screen. I'd give it three stars, which is liked it. Keller gave it four, which is really liked out it. Out of 10, I'm giving it... Out of five. I'm ah. talking about out of 10. Okay. And like like, a, a, like eight, eight or nine. Yeah. <sighs> Amy, where are you at? Probably not as high as an eight or a nine. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I... So it goes with the numbers. Beep, bump, boom. That's yeah. the order. I mean, it goes beep, bump, boom. I'm so glad okay. I saw it. And there's like really great indelible mm-hmm. images, like uh, and like the performances are great. Yes. Uh, I oh, really I would are. like to lodge my official complaint that I do not see constant gifts of Sam Shepard and Richard Gere in this movie being used to express things online. Beep. Oh yeah, just like their faces looking kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I looking mean, at the camera. You know, shout out to Richard Gere's working in a factory look from the opening scene, which oh, yeah. was a striking beginning for this yes. film. Shout mm-hmm. out to to Sam Shepard waving his uh, waving his hand through his combing his hair through his. Combing his hand through his hair. Yeah. Because he's got like that good head of just, hair. Yeah. Looks Rusty, up. Yeah. That's back in the day when nobody Baby had blues. product. It's like, well, yeah. I just got my hair cut. Yeah. <laughs> Only thing to do with it. <laughs> run my hair, my, run, run my, my hand, hand through, through it. it. And it's sweaty ass hand. And it's gorgeous. And you're like, all right, that's a handsome guy. All right, Sam. Yeah. Shout out to Go the woman. Go play. The I woman who played the... Abby. Very, very beautiful as well. Tony Shalhoub's yeah. wife. Tony Shalhoub's wife that's in so real cool. life. What's her name? And the actress who played little girl Linda, I thought was fantastic. Yeah. Just a great kid actor. And she had a great face. And her face had a couple little scars in it. And I'm like, that's such an interesting. And they like, did such, such a, a great, subtle casting. job with her uh, hair and makeup throughout the film. Mm. Um, as she gets a little bit older and mm-hmm. as their social status changes, you can track all of these ups and downs in the way that they present the little girl. Like they're not Brooke dramatic Adams. changes, but they're very effective, yes. subtle it, things. I mentioned, I'm like, she looks older. The little girl looks yeah. a year older. And you were like, good job, hair and makeup. Uh, Keller, what's the actress's name? Brooke Adams is, is Abby. Abby. Brooke okay. Adams. Great. And then who and played Linda? Linda is Linda Mans. Linda Mans. Yeah. Great. What a great name. Hey, I'm I'm 13. I'm going to be in this movie. I'm Linda Mans. Last movie they were in was The Game. No, wait. Yes. (laughs) Linda Mans. Mm -hmm. What other movie she was in? The last movie she was in was The Game. Mm -hmm. With Michael Douglas? David Fincher with Michael (gasps) Douglas in 97. I got to rewatch that. Linda. 20 years later, she was in that, and that's the last movie she's in. That's awesome. Those are her two movies? No, she's got more. Okay. She's in 12 credits. The first one, Days of Heaven, King of the Gypsies, The Wanderers, Dorothy, Boardwalk, Orphan Train, Out of the Blue, Long shot, Mer Reichs ich steig aus, <laughs> fairy tale theater, <laughs> gunmo, and what the was, game. What was that last one, Chief? <laughs> oh, there was a Mer Reichs ich steig aus. Okay, so I'm definitely going to watch out of all those the <laughs> Mir Reichs ich steig aus. Yeah, and that's it. Um, but yeah, I would say to watch it to sum up. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I don't think it deserves to be on the list of the 500 greatest in terms of what the movie. So it's like. Movies will land on this on the already existing list for one of two reasons. It's okay. either super awesome okay. or because of its like impact that it had. Right. Example, okay. the first Saw movie is on here. Okay. It's not a great movie, but why it, it cost a million dollars to make and it made a hundred million. Okay. And it changed horror. Hence Saw. So right? it is a significant film in that way. Yes. Yeah. And I'm also gonna people did like it. I'm gonna say that this movie, to me at least, even though it was good. Like very a very well made movie and the story was good. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think that this this movie's on this list maybe for the other reason and that like it sort of had the impact of like we hadn't seen this before. Like the context, like you right, were talking right. about, Amy. Like or I think I want to know. Hey, it was shot. I don't know exactly. what was shot like that Same. before. Then that's what we were saying. So, so would that movie for me? I think the cinematography yeah. gets it on the list. Okay, I think that alone. What about think, the many animals? They deserve a special category. Of yes, there we were saw a lot so of good many dogs. good animal shots. A lot of bunnies. Gooses. Weird birds. Geese. There was a skunk at one point. Really thought that bunny was going to like land in the tractor thing, but instead mm, the bunny yeah. was here to provide atmosphere, Nothing. and I'm much happier about that. Yeah, I thought animals were going to die. The only animals that died were grasshoppers. They were mm. getting eaten by ducks. They were. From far away. That was cool. Mm-hmm. They got burned yeah. in a giant bonfire. They did get burned in the giant, the giant bonfire. Oh, they did. All that the locusts. fucking fire. Yeah, that was awesome. <sighs> it looked like the, the end of Skyfall. They could have worked it all out. They could have. They could have figured it no. out. They could all. Be they didn't friends. even have the to relationships. Light the, fire. the relationships were built on a lie. Which Amy I'm usually more mad out. about. I know. But everyone in this movie had such crappy choices that yeah. they were all kind of just doing their best. You Except know what for I mean? Sam Shepard, his only choice was to just like fall well, in love with Well, it was to be alone or yeah. like yeah. fall in love with a woman who has a secret that just is going to break a, your heart. Just get like, a DNA test. Back in the day, man, that's how you got to do. Yeah, man, that's your brother. Can we get a DNA test? No. 
Um, that would be what you would go to if you were like, I'm just going to no. test your... Because you, you can't... Is that your real brother? Spit in this. Yeah. <laughs> Spit in this. We'll yeah. find out. We'll find out. <laughs> you can't do that. Um, but it was a great movie overall. Uh, but and, and I don't know if I'll ever need to see it again. But yeah, it was good. I want to see all of his other stuff now, though. Same. That's what I'm more interested in is like watching other Terrence Malick stuff and I seeing mean, how that evolves. Yeah. I'd be really interested to see it over time. Like, cause the, I think like the, the shots of scenery are great. The way the house dominates the frame is great. But like the stuff I think that's going to stick with me is like the little scenes of them all kind of being happy together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. the, the, there's so much nice life. And playing stick ball. Mm-hmm. Playing in a Creek. Yeah. They've just played like a four person game of baseball. It's like, okay. Yeah. What are the teams? Who cares? They're rich. The circus shows up. <laughs> They're in it. What? The, the circus fine circus shows, shows up. up. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Those Italians were funny, man. They were good. Yeah, they were. I was not expecting. Yeah. Was that a symbol for like immorality creeping in? Because that's the, when they get caught. For the machine industrial I don't even know. revolution. Like I don't they're know. watching belly dancing and then everybody's yeah. caught up in the moment and that's yeah, when he sees true. their silhouettes and I just is it like a dangerous sexy circus? Or uh, is it just I think like, Terrence Malik hates the circus. Oh, but those circus people were so lovely and they, they were, really were. Like, uh. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I liked when they were playing like one of them was in a, a gorilla suit and then the mm-hmm. head fell off and they just kept rolling with it, put yeah. the head back on and I was and like put the head on and the other guy. Show must right. go on. Show must go on. Show must That's go very on. fun. Really funny. Speaking of the show going on, Amy, we've now come to the <laughs> point know. where we're good. gonna ask you what movie would you contribute to a list of the five hundred greatest of all time ever made? And if, you, if you're having a hard time deciding, give us a couple of options that you would pick. It can be a movie that you feel won't be picked by somebody. Yes. So you will be champion, championing it. Yes. Or or it can be like one of the, the fucking Godfather. greats. Or it can yeah. be a really bad movie and we can't Whatever do anything about it. Yeah, you could say you could say like <laughs> Surf Ninjas say, and we'll be you like... You know what? I'm going to put okay. Ice Age 6 on it. All right. All right. <laughs> Continental Drift. Is that what it is? I think Maybe. some people already have some of my like feel this movie's underappreciated movies on there. Like I think okay. I saw Mean Girls. Yep. Yeah. I think I uh, saw 10 Things I Hate About You. No, uh, I don't Wait believe so. Wait a minute. So. Hang on. Mm-hmm. One of the greater teen rom-coms of all time. Oh, it's a totally bizarre movie, but it is genius and I love it. Yeah. Uh, it is a- I don't think it is on there. Because my, my, my like, so my real, like when I try to make a top five for myself, it's usually like Casablanca, Doctor Strange Love, 10 Things I Hate About You, uh, The uh, Knight's Tale, Beauty and the Beast, Cabaret, it's a weird list. Yeah, that's a good list, though. Heath Ledger is featured twice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, 10 Things I Hate About You is not on here. Are you about to pick 10 Things I Hate About You? That's an amazing pick. You know, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was not the is it, plan. Is but it with the numeral 10 or is it spelled T-E-N? It's, it's the no, it's 10. the numeral okay, 10. Okay, cool, 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 cool. This is a super, like, this is a... It is a generational film specifically for me. Like when this list is made in 50 years, will people remember that? I don't know. But do I, I think, think that ten, that movie didn't ten is... Things I Hate About You, like based on a... It's Shakespeare. Shakespeare? Yeah. yeah, Shakespeare. It's Taming of the Shrew. Yeah, so it's fucking been around. Oh, Taming of the Shrew. Ten it's Taming of the Shrew. You. It's like the most feminist spin on Taming of the Shrew that's been made, I'd it's say. Like a, man, if you've never watched Kiss Me, Kate, uh, it's a real... Oh man, that that movie's an adventure. Because uh, you're like, oh, we're reclaiming it. No, oh, um, okay, mm, interesting. So, so uh, you said it's specifically ten things I hate about you is a generational thing. It's made for you. Why is it made for you? That's a great question. First it, of all, great cast like I mean, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, Heath Ledger, Julia Stiles, Julia Stiles, fantastic. Yeah, um, and the writing is so good. It's it's such a like so okay. Uh, I I don't know the right way to put this. But great films are one where all of the elements are working in harmony for the effect, right? Mm-hmm. I think 10 Things I Hate About You is an amazing example of, like, every element in that movie is supporting the movie's mission perfectly. True. Like, the soundtrack is perfect, and the shots are great, and the cast is great, and the writing is so tight. Uh, and, like, it's it takes what could potentially be, like, a slight narrative and, and of just, like, high school shenanigans and just mm-hmm. sort of executes on every level i don't know it's like weird hill to die on but like i love that movie alice and janney with an all-time great background oh man she's great she's great in everything and everything she's great character actors yeah she does not get mentioned here here's she's so here's what i don't like about that movie okay i don't like julia styles father 
character. The mm-hmm. actor's great, but the dad, and I don't like Julia Stiles' sister, her like younger sister. The other lead. Yeah. The other lead, because she's very like, daddy, no. And every time I watch that movie, I'm like, this is so overblown and so unrealistic to me and so annoying and so cliched. And so, and then the dad is so over the top, like, that's it. You're grounded. No dating boys. No this, no that. And I'm like, this is so fake phony to me. Yeah. And it feels feel like it feels- you don't know what you want. You won't know what you want to your 40. And by then you'll be too old to get it. <laughs> like her dad's coming from a real place. <laughs> Maybe. And I need to give the movie another shot because like you were mentioning, but again, those elements are working to help the bigger. It's like, it's yeah. not like a and weird. He is like the the younger daughter, especially like when he eventually breaks down. He's just like you know, Bianca still lets me play a few innings. You've had me on the bench for years. He's got this arrested little girl relationship with the younger daughter because mm-hmm. he's trying to hold on to both of them because his wife left him or mm-hmm. because their marriage broke up. Mm-hmm. Like he's holding on too hard. That's all in there. It's yeah. just done with like gags and him accidentally throwing exercise equipment through windows. You know. <laughs> There was a TV show and a sequel. There I, was, yeah. I'm unfamiliar with those 11 follow-ups. Things I Hate About You. No, no wasn't even it was, that. It was, it was another 10, 10 things. No, it was 10 Things I Hate About Life. Really? Yeah. Wow. Directed by the same director. Wow. Shoot, That's really? weird. Yeah. And then I do remember the TV show for them. With I, Janet Montgomery. Really? And mm-hmm. Elodie Young. Billy oh. Campbell. Elodie Young played Electra in the Daredevil Thomas show. Thomas McDonough. Yeah. That's cool. And I can't remember if the show, 10 Things I Hate About You, was before or after Heath Ledger died in 2008, which I can't remember if that made people go like, uh, no, don't do it. Or, oh, cool. I'll watch that show. Like, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. But also Heath Ledger is fantastic in the movie. He's so good. He's in a, good in, in everything. A very, he really is good in there. He's, he was such an incredible actor. The show was really in was. 2009, 2010. Yeah, that's and it, so it's like not that long after he died. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't a big deal, but I remember being like, oh, is that in the best taste? Yeah. To do that right after he was, you know, he, he died and he was in this role and maybe I get guys, that. It might have been unrelated, but I could imagine sure. suspecting like, ooh, is and this because he's buzzy before. right now? Oh, yeah. you know, for sure. The, the movie's getting rented more than ever because he just died. And so now, you know. But what do you do if like you've been trying to make that for a while and I people know. are finally answering the phone, but you suspect that it's for that I reason? Know. Like, it's do you bummer. just go ahead and do it? Well, look, it, it the, the crappy thing well, it is. looks like the director did the show too. Maybe. Yeah. The crappy thing is, is that a human being died. I think yeah. before his time, Heath Ledger passed away. Way before. But that movie wasn't the, the, his movie. The incredible thing about his life is that he was an artist and he left behind a bunch of great art. And so when he died, yeah, did people go see The Dark Knight and make that super high grossing? Probably. And that's pretty morbid and messed up. But at least people went to go see a really good performance. Mm-hmm. And if that movie, 10 Things I Hate About You and A Knight's Tale and everything else, you'd been, if The Patriot got rented more, great. Because yeah. people got it's to see him. because this guy's next movie was Black Knight. With, with Martin, Martin Lawrence. Lawrence. Interesting. What a weird... Wait, who's next <laughs> The director? The director. Of 10 Things I Hate About You. Gil Younger. Did Black Knight, which I I liked that movie's concept. It was a really smart idea, but it was a bad execution. Yeah, it's like huh. Connecticut yeah. Yankee, but yes. Martin Lawrence. But right. Martin Lawrence. Yeah. That- and it was one of those movies that pretended as though... Um, there were like it didn't address uh, uh, black people being in the Middle Ages exactly one way or the other. Yeah. They're just like you know, every, yeah, mm-hmm. that was weird. Anyway, ten things I hate about you. Great movie, <laughs> Amy. Great pick. <laughs> it wasn't a plan. I just really love that movie. Such a good pick. Yeah. Is there anything else you would? Uh, Sometimes you would, your phone will, yeah, a phone will make that. them. Yeah. Oh, don't worry about it. Is there, Amy? Is there anything else that you would uh, you want to say about ten things I hate about you or Days of Heaven? Those are a, a weird set mm-hmm. of two movies. I uh, loved your top five list, though. It was so... Just movies that make me real happy Yeah, is my criteria. That's a good uh, criteria. And the 1993 Much Ado About Nothing. So uh, good. What Guys, was it? Kenneth Branagh? Denzel yeah. Washington. Denzel Washington really? and Keanu Reeves are Keanu half-brothers. Reeves, what? Emma Thompson. It's amazing, and it only gets like, more legendary with time. In what? Gr- the cast is... Bonk. To Michael quote for Keaton that movie. is the comic relief. Yeah. Whoa. It is an absurd cast. Kenneth Branagh with that beard is a completely different person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Kate Beckinsale and the guy from House are the other lead couple. Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie. Uh, no. The um. Okay. Hold on. He's in Dead Which Poets Society. Guy from House? He's got Robert, oh, Robert Sean Leonard. Yes. Whoa. Mm-hmm. He He's does. the like romantic lead. Wow. Which is weird because Denzel Washington is just standing there in the background being like, I'm not involved in the romance. And you're what? like, oh, yeah, but. It's Denzel. He's, he's, he's it's the, Denzel. But it's cool because he plays the, like, you know Much Ado? No. He plays the most noble, like, uh, you know important you, person in the film. You, you know, know Much Ado, bro? 
You know how you said Fast and Furious was like a pop culture uh, uh, sort blind of spot? blind huh? spot? Shakespeare's Shakespeare. Yeah, it's oh, probably my. <laughs> there's so much good stuff outside of, of uh, outside Maybe. of. Maybe I was in I was in <laughs> Romeo and Juliet when I was a kid. I really? played I played uh, Capulet. Give us, give us some of it. I can't. You remember played Capulet. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. one of the families. Yeah, right? I know. Juliet's dad. Capulet? Yeah, Juliet's dad. Oh, okay. that Capulet. I played Capulet. Every all the Capulets. <laughs> Every single you one played, of them. It Juliet, was a one man show. It was dad. you on one side and a Montague on the other. Yeah, side and you exactly. did every part. That would, be, I would watch that'd that. That'd be interesting. Oh, um, Keller, you have to be the Montagues. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, brothers, right? We're brothers. Like the yeah. We're brothers. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mwah. I love you. Love Weird you that you make out so <laughs> love you, bro. Brothers. That's our play. Hey, stop kissing her. Stop kissing him. Sorry, bro. Stop kissing. <laughs> okay. Here, take this poison. <laughs> Teenagers okay. are dumb. Teenagers yeah. are dumb. That's what I learned from Romeo and Juliet. Tybalt. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking dumb Prince of Cats. Mercutio. Yeah. Puck. <laughs> <laughs> so I, and then also I've seen like some Speaking Shakespeare of Robert John Leonard and Shakespeare, he played movies. Puck in Midsummer Night's Dream in oh. Dead Poets Society. Oh. Oh, oh I've right, never right, actually right. seen cool. Dead Poets oh. Society. It's okay. You haven't? It's great. I feel like yeah. I would like it. I feel like it would be my jam. Probably. It is very good. It's very funny, mm-hmm. but also sad. Mm-hmm. And Robin Williams it's is Peter Ware who did. Hector, will you watch the 1993 Much Ado? You got it. Hey, Excellent. will you watch the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift? I will. Let's you have a Much Ado yes. night. Let's do it. Let's have a double feature: Tokyo Drift leading right into Much Ado. That's actually I love it. Fucking hilarious <laughs> and awesome. <laughs> the only person at this table who's seen both of them, you can comment yeah. on. Oh yeah, that okay. it doesn't it's work only if <laughs> at all. One is no, no, amazing no. and one Hang is on. very bad. Only if <laughs> while we're watching Tokyo Drift, is you point to it and be like, mm, "This part's like Much Ado in this way." I'm to going connect, to, to connect the two. Take notes, and then as we're watching Much Ado, be like, "Obviously, we just watched Tokyo Drift, but this is similar in that this way." Characters, the idiot is, is, kid is the Bow Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's no, great. Bow Wow's not an idiot kid. No, I know. But he's, the other kid he's is good. Is Lil Bow Wow in those movies? Yeah, he's in dude. that one. He's in Tokyo Drift. Wow. He's not Lil though. He's, he's just Bow regular Bow Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. He'd grown up at Mr. this Bow Wow. Point. Regular yeah. Bow Wow. He'd grown into his point. Puppy paws. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, and that movie's way old, which means I am super behind on term on uh-huh. what to call. Uh huh. Okay. Oh yeah, he's. My apologies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you still call him. You missed Bow Wow, Lil Bow Wow. Snoop Dogg was Snoop Lion for a minute. You missed that. See, I honestly don't know if you're joking. No, that's real. He's, that real? was real. Yeah, he put Snoop out a reggae Lion. album, and it was Snoop Lion. Yeah, and now I he's back to Snoop Dogg. Not knowing that. Please you don't should. feel you bad. Should. You, Did you should. You know that him and Martha Stewart are putting out their own weed now. Okay, I definitely knew there were buds. <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> sorry. I buds apologize. That's fucking not, good. Uh, yeah, that's uh, how people spell Amy, marijuana. That's fucking buds awesome. We should call it yeah. best buds. Yes. Oh, that was awesome, uh, Amy. That's great. <laughs> that's fucking great. Amy, huge thanks for coming on to the oh, show today. So Thank you it so much. It was immensely fun. It, where can people find you on the internet? And is there anything that you would like to point them to? Hmm. Any projects or anything you're working on? Well, now that you know that I've seen every movie ever and you trust everything I say, mm-hmm. uh, you should find me at Enthusiami on the various social medias. Uh, watch my DC stuff with Hector. Watch me talking uh, nerd movie type stuff, more specifically over on Collider Heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you docked how much movies she knows, but she her top five is so fucking flawless. It's, it's awesome. Real it's good flawless. Movies. Yeah, it's like, awesome. It's like you've seen movies that matter. Yes, of course. I think yeah, someone's already check. added it. Even. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, uh, to our mm-hmm. yeah to the to new one custom list. Yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah. It's possible. So, Where else can they see you? You Sorry, go to some you. places. Uh, Geek and Sundry. Geek and Sundry. We, we make stories. And Enthusiami. It's real fun. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. This was really Cl- fun. Chloe Dykstra Thank added Dr. So Strangelove. Nice. Chloe Dykstra added Dr. Strangelove or How I Stop. Worrying. How I learned to stop learned worrying to, and learned learned to, Yep, thank you. That's right. How, how, how I learned how I to stop, stop slurring when slurring. I said the name of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, Keller, what movie are we watching next week and who's our guest going to be? Next week, Caitlin Durante will be joining us to watch V for Vendetta. Ooh, is this movie going to make me more mad or the same mad as I was when I first saw it? It made you mad? Wait, yeah. Mad at what? Mad like, at the world. Yeah. Oh, mad at society? How, how relevant it oh, was. Um, v yes. for Vendetta is not getting less depressing. Just, uh, but it's also, yeah. I'd yeah. say it gets better. I mean, like some of it is a little dated just sure. in the way the action is shot now and stuff and the Matrix. And just like that comic is simultaneously the most 80s and the yes. most timeless. And the most timeless. Like I'm re- I really love that That's, story. Yeah. I should read but that. But it's yeah. real disturbing. I should get it so that you I can should read, read it. it. Yeah, I should. The I, movie, yeah. I didn't like the movie the first time I saw it and then mm-hmm. I watched it again recently and I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Turns out. It's one of these things where unfortunately- you watch the movie now and you go, oh, that's what they meant. Because you're just referring to current 
right. mm-hmm. events and you go, oh, that's what they were referring to when they were saying uh, the world could be this shitty. Oh, I get Here's it now. Here's how Good badly movie. things could Good go. Movie. Yeah, it's going to be like watching yeah. now. Thanks, thanks for producing this, Wachowskis. Thanks, Did they Margaret produce Thatcher's it? Margaret Thatcher's England. I think they produced, they it, yeah. produced it, yeah. Thanks, Margaret Thatcher's yeah, England. Yeah, thanks, Maggie Ooh, Thatcher. Boy, oh boy, Maggie. Mm. Uh, so Goddamn Iron Lady. <laughs> and V for Vendetta, the movie is currently streaming on Netflix in the U.S., so you can watch that for free. Official stance uh, of this podcast? Yeah. Fuck Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even Amy, even Amy chimed in. Normally, yeah. whenever we yeah. do an official stance of the podcast, the guest is always like, ooh, I didn't. I'm not going to jump uh, in on yeah. this. <laughs> We're like, official stance t- of the podcast, I'm not going on either side. The earth is flat. <laughs> yeah, that's our official stance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, see Amy number. joined. Amy but, chimed in on that one, yeah. too. But fuck Margaret Thatcher. Fuck yeah. Margaret Thatcher. Absolutely. Knock um, her off the flat earth. Cool. So go watch V for Vendetta. Go follow Enthusiamy on Twitter and on Instagram and everywhere and watch her stuff. Watch Collider Heroes, watch DC Daily, watch Geek and Sundry. And we'll see you guys next week. And thanks again so much for being yes, a guest. You Amy, you're so the best. Thank you. Damn this was so much, much. fun. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye.